Let's go! Welcome back to another episode, to the episode of I'll Be the Judge of That. I am your host, Adam Eagle Rock, and with me on this beautiful evening, my co-host. I'm Evan Ryan Lewis, and welcome to the season one finale That's of, right. of I'll Be the Judge of That. We made it. I can't believe we did a full season. We did a full season. We did. We tried to do every week. We did it starting from the uh, beginning of the year. We did about 45 episodes, I think. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. We, you know, when we started this, the story has it that we started this in 2017. And when we chopped up what we consider hot topics, mm-hmm. topics that we can't share with the public because they're not suitable for this podcast. Is this a good time to tell the origin story of the podcast? Depending on how deep you're diving into but go for it so we had this idea basically with topics the exact format actually and we recorded one episode in june i think of 2017 mm. it's quite a while ago now and we were like we we're gonna try and keep this up we recorded the one episode we never i don't think we even listened to it for years right and then we dug it up like a year ago and decided to give it a go and lo and behold, invent the wheel here. Here we are at the end of season one. We will be back sometime in the beginning of 2022 for season two. That's right. But we're going to shut the podcast down for the holidays. You're going home. Not to entirely. Jersey. There's still a hope certificate from somebody who doesn't do any of the editing mm-hmm. or any of the production value of this. That hopes that we'll chop up all the greatest hits. Yeah, we might drop some of our favorite topics during the holiday season, but maybe as a christmas special maybe as a holiday special yeah topic well for those of you that are just tuning in if this is your first episode, if this is your first episode you have walked into a very special episode where we each bring three topics we don't know each other's topics and we debate them and they are stupid social topics that happen in your day-to-day life right like can you save a parking spot right there's a lot of them go back and listen you'll figure out what a topic is all right if you but listen. it's comedy it's lighthearted. Yeah, they're not serious. It's not for the faint of heart either. Yeah. Um, anything happened to you this week? I mean, a lot. Anything you want to share? Nothing. Uh, a new variant was uh, announced this week out of nowhere. We're, 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 we're talking about COVID? Yeah, a new variant. They, they come out with these new variants like out of nowhere. Like one day no one's heard of this variant. The next day it's all over the place. They announced these new variants like a Marvel movie at Comic-Con. Right, right. <laughs> Like, who knew that Loki was a real right. thing? Right, it's like announcing. Everyone's like, oh, when's it going to come out? We're like, we don't know, but it'll be in America shortly. Right. But we don't have a date that for it. It happened to me today, actually. It was this two-year-old birthday party, and his son's name was Ronan. I said, oh, my God, that's my nephew's son. You know that means a samurai warrior without a leader. And he goes, just like that new Marvel movie about the Ronin. And the, I was, what the fuck? Is You're not a Marvel fan. I was. They left me. I didn't leave them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, new variants are out. Times are changing, it's getting colder, but the topics remain. That's right. All right, and how we do it is you're a buttercup. Okay, my first topic. Bring the heat. So um, I was with my family today, and my uncle's redoing his kitchen. Mm. And he's talking about how hard it is to find like good um, general contractors, GCs, I believe they're called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he has this GC that he really likes his work quality, but he's like kind of an eccentric guy. I'm like, what do you mean he's eccentric? And he's like, well, he's like, he wears his bandana. He looks like a pirate, you know, mm. and his nipples are pierced. What? And my, my dad's how, like, 
My dad's know? like, how do you know that his nipples are pierced? Right, yeah. And he's like, he works shirtless. And we're like, what? So he has this GC who's in his kitchen every day, usually working shirtless. So my dad's like, why don't you tell him to put a shirt on? And my uncle's like, you can't tell someone to, who's working at your house to put a shirt on. And in my head, I'm like, topic. Right. And so as my dad and his brother basically did the podcast in front of everyone, they had no idea they were doing it. Mm-hmm. They were debating, and I'd like to know your your thoughts. Can you tell someone who's working at your house to put a shirt on? This is coming, you know, oh, this is interesting. So, in my opinion, I'm, I'm going to share my opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm it's coming from a guy who very rarely has a shirt on. Right. Okay? We fight about this luck because you do the podcast shirtless all the time. It drives right. me crazy. Thank God. Well, I get well, fucking worked up. Yeah. I get worked up. <laughs> What do you want from me? I, I I like I I like the world with with no clothes. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not like a you know. So this guy coming over, first thing I thought, no problem. GC, no shirt on, fine. But then I recalled that he's indoors. Right, this guy's not putting no, yeah. roofing on the house. No, he's in wor- the, in the hot of the summer. No, he's working in my uncle's kitchen. Right, and what time does he show up in the morning? I'm assuming at nine or ten. I don't know. And the guy lives on the west side, ish. No, he lives in Encino. Mm. Gets hot in the valley. It does. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Is he? Oh. Oh. Okay. If you're paying him to work on the kitchen, you tell him to put the shirt on. Does he have kids? My uncle. Does your uncle like that? That he has a shirt off? Yeah. No, he doesn't. So your uncle doesn't like that. No. Uh, is he worried about his wife? Does his wife have a thing for uh, parts of the Caribbean? <laughs> I don't think so. Johnny. Depp. My uncle did have a great joke about how he can hang his tools off the nipple rings, though, which I thought was funny. That's uh, so, so. He is he insulted because the guy has nipple. Does your uncle want the nipple rings? Is there a sense of envy that I'm seeing in this? No, I don't think no, so. It's just he's he's shirtless. Does he have like a rocking bod? I didn't I didn't get to that point. But my my uncle's side was like, look, it we're like in a supply chain shortage. Like everything's hard to find. Like I have a good contractor. He's like, I can't risk losing this guy. You know, like he's like he has the leverage. I need him more than he needs me. That's how my uncle looks at it. Can your uncle walk around with no shirt? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think this guy can walk around and do work with his shirt off. Like, could you imagine coming home and there's like a shirtless guy with nipples pierced, like sanding your floors? Or something? I mean, if he's dressed like a pirate, <laughs> yeah, though, with, a, with a bandana on. Yeah, I think that <laughs> no you, shirt, I think you bandana. You only work without a shirt on if you're dressed like a pirate with your nipples pierced, <laughs> right? Like you can't be like a normal person looking person uh-huh. working shirtless, right? That's like kind of weird. Yeah, I think that like. What your uncle should do is show up pantsless <laughs> and just see if the other guy feels it uncomfortable. Try and get him back. Hey, hey, yeah. Uncle Dave, yeah. you got no pants on. Uh. And he goes, you have no shirt on. Let's get down on business, <laughs> yeah. right? The eccentric guy is doing a good job. I say keep him. However, the only caveat to I, I think that he should tell him to put his shirt on. I agree. Right? If he yeah. doesn't want the guy with his shirt on, he's paying the bills here. Put, put your shirt on. Put your shirt on. He, he needs a scapegoat. You know, you can't go up to this guy and be like, put your shirt on. And I get, like, you need like, listen, listen, my wife came down. She saw you without a shirt on. Like, it's making her. Blame it on your wife. But then every time he sees the wife and he's going to feel weird about it. It's like a weird situation. Do you just deal with the guy shirtless for the rest of the job? It could be months he's working on that kitchen. I, I think you, if you can't, if you don't have a scapegoat, like, listen, I got little kids. Yeah. Like, you got to put a shirt on or something. Uh-huh. 
No, nah, the guy's shirtless, dude. Let him be free. Uh-huh. What are you trying to secure him with a piece of cloth? Yeah. Let him live his life. He got his nipples pierced just for this one reason. <laughs> to work in someone's kitchen, put some granite countertops, put some Italian cabinets, and have your nipples pierced. <laughs> All right, I'm going to disagree. I think that you can tell that you're shirtless, nipple-pierced construction guy to put a shirt on in your house. Okay. You ever go out to dinner and somebody does... Somebody who's invited you to dinner, they've been there before. Uh, this is what we, we got to get this. All right, we're going to get this and this and this. And you're sharing everything. And you show up and you're like, listen, I just want the freaking chicken plate. Like, this looked really good. I read this guy, mm-hmm. mandarin oranges mm-hmm. on it. Like, it's mm-hmm. Chinese chicken. Like, let's do this thing. Can you not partake in the table order? Oh, that's a great topic. Or do you fold? With, with this like odd peer pressure that you have of somebody else judging your palate. Yeah, if there's like six people and, and like five of them have agreed to the table order, you can't be the one person to go, go rogue. I was going to say the opposite. Why? The more people, the more likelihood you could go rogue. Nah. Well, nah. Uh, with the caveat of two. Yeah. Can't be you and me and then you're like, I'm going, I'm table ordering, you're going, that's fine. I'm just gonna order for myself. I think if the table agrees to a table order, you have to go along with it. If a majority of the table is into it. But that's the thing, like no one wants to be the first one to speak up against the table order. Yeah. I am a fan of the table order. I am not shitting down on the table order. I like the table order. It's a great order. Yeah. Especially coming from somebody who's been there, right? Like that's like the whole point of the table order. You try all these things. Yeah. I'm a fan. However, there are cir- certain circumstances that I feel this pressure not to order. Even if I like the table order, I still wanted, like, I wanted the option. Uh-huh. Now I have no option. You go rogue? Yeah, like, you know, pull the server back. Just throw on a chicken sandwich. Right? <laughs> throw on a table order. Right? Well, what's your problem with the table order? You're, like, like, listen, I eat everything, right? Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of cherries. I don't really care for shrimp, uh-huh. but I'll eat everything. Uh-huh. But if you come and you're, you're like... I'm going to get the calamari. I'm going to get the ceviche. And I'm like, I've been eyeing that ceviche, so I'm down with that. But they, they got a mod. Like, what are we doing here? Like, uh-huh. we, we got burrata. Right. We got the burrata bread. But but then you can throw in on a table order and, and recommend something. You're saying if one person has a table order and then orders for everybody? That's correct. Uh, see, I don't like that. I don't like the dictator table order. It should be like a democracy. A communal table yeah. order? Yeah. Oh, let's get this. Let's get this. Let's get that. Yeah. Like, it's one- like, but like, what if you haven't been there? You know, it's like, oh, this like, lamb shish kebab looks good. And you're like, listen, pal. All right, I've eaten here twenty times. Yeah, you're not getting a lamb shish kebab. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think you can do that. You can't be like a, a benevolent dictator if you're going to table order. If you do that, you have to ask around first. Any allergies? Anything you don't like? Uh, do, any suggestions? What? Yeah. Otherwise, it should be everyone picks a few things. Abs- oh, oh my gosh! If I'm going out to eat with for, with a group of people, yeah, someone's over there with nut allergies. Yeah, I am so pro table order right now. This is what did you do to me? Now you're pro table. I'm order? pro table. I started because I could just picture the person off going, "I can't eat peanuts." Can and then he's going on solo order. Yeah, no, no, you're gonna order what I just damn told you to order. <laughs> the falafel and the ceviche. I don't know what restaurant we're at that has this Mediterranean dish and this whatever. But listen, pal. You're not going off when you're not no GMO, please. No uh-huh. GMO. What the fuck are you doing? All right. So you're now the Ms. La La. Let yeah. me take the reins here. So now you're pro table order. Ah, you, you got to be pro table order. I'm you got to try everything. I'm pro table order. So why are you disagreeing with me in the first place? <laughs> I don't place? know. 
I don't like going rogue and getting your own. If, if they're going to table order, don't go rogue and get your own thing. I don't like that. Then what? you're going to want to try everything. Right, but, oh, can you try stuff if you went rogue? No way. Oh, so now you're off limits. No. You're, like, in your own realm. No, you don't get the best. Like you, you have don't... to ask to be in the conversation? No, you don't, have, you don't get to put one foot in the table order and one foot out. Either you're in or you're out. Right. You roll with the table or you don't. Right. If, you, if there's a table order and you say, I'm going to do my own thing, don't try any of the communal stuff. Now the check comes. How does it happen? What if happens? you went rogue on a table order, yeah. I think everyone still splits it evenly. Interesting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to the last cast where you said, the other cast, I should say, the other yeah. day. Yeah. You eat what you pay for what you order. Right. Yeah. What are you going to do? A separate checks for the table people and then a separate one for you? I don't know. What if you're going, like, how rogue are we talking here? So you, you're hands off. I'm hands off. What if someone's off. allergic to something? You're, you're still like, you're going to give up the best dish because. No, I think if someone has an allergy, they should alert the table orderer and that person should take it into account. Oh, now you're down for the dictator. No, but the dictator should ask around and then take that into consideration. If into it, consideration, not into fact. Yeah, yeah. If the table orderer says like, hey, what's your deal? And someone says, I don't eat shrimp, I don't eat cherries. They can order the shrimp cherry dish, but they have to order a lot of other things as well to accommodate you. It can't be all shrimp and all cherries. Right. That's rude. The table orderer has to ask a few questions and then order for the table in a way that makes sense. And you can't go rogue at that point. But like, okay, so there's this restaurant in Santa Monica, and I think there's one in like Newport or, or uh, Pacific Beach or La Jolla or whatever. Um, fish something? <laughs> <laughs> It's called uh, Herringbone, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. And they, they are not known, but I would like to say that they are popular for their buffalo octopus. Okay? I don't eat octopus. Too bad. They're known for it. I don't care. I have a moral... Uh, I'm ordering it. And that's now our appetizer. How do you feel? Are you going to go rogue? Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't just want to eat it. But you're okay with me ordering it? Yeah, what am I? I can't stop you. I prefer you didn't. Sticking a knife into the octopus? Yeah, don't like that. You don't like that? No, I don't eat octopus. But yeah, I, You haven't tried this buffalo octopus. Yeah, I haven't tried the buffalo octopus. But if you want to order, uh, I have, that happens to me all the time. I don't eat calamari. That seems to be a very popular appetizer. Order calamari. You have a lot of problems with your I don't eat a lot of seafood. Street. So you're saying, and, and all, it's okay to go rogue? Yeah, it's okay to go rogue. <laughs> No, listen, if a table orderer... There is no listen. If a table orderer only orders the things I don't eat because they're being a bad table orderer, I have no choice but to go rogue. But if I tell them I don't eat shellfish or eel or squid or octopus or dolphin, and then they go ahead and order the dolphin burgers and calamari and the buffalo octopus... What are you doing at a seafood restaurant? If that's even on the menu and you're giving these limitations... Yeah, Herringbone's a seafood restaurant, I believe. It is. Yeah. So I don't know why you put me there. It's like a fish and a... You should go. Yeah. (laughs) Try the octopus. Wait, didn't I tell you the story when I went to Herringbone with a couple clients? Well, I was really their client. So they were taking me and my buddy Max out. And we sit down. Max has been there. He's like, I I got the orders. I I got the appetizers when we'll all order our mains. Right? And we're drinking. Like, it's a whole thing. There's like four of us... All these appetizers, buffalo, octopus, everything was delicious. Now it comes time to order food. And like I, I wasn't, I should have gotten sea bass, didn't really want the sea bass, didn't want the swordfish. I was like kind of craving the crab cake. Like I heard the crab cake was really good. So I order the crab cake. Everyone had sea bass, swordfish, swordfish. And I get the crab, and the guy is like, you sure you want the crab cake? And I was like, yeah. No ca- other caveat. Mm-hmm. The, his only follow-up question was, 
Are you sure you want the crab cake? Uh-huh. I sh- should have rang a bell. Uh-huh. But I was like two martinis deep, wasn't thinking about it, chopping out with these guys. Everything's great. I go to the bathroom. I come back. We got the swordfish is falling off the plates. I mean, it's the plate is like 16 inches wide. The fish is falling off. You got the nose. You got the tail. Oh, my God. The sea bass, same thing. My crab cake came in a saucer dish <laughs> on a piece of lettuce the size of a dollar. <laughs> I literally sat down. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Uh-huh. And the food took like 25 minutes to show up. So uh-huh. now what am I going to do? Run back to the sea bass? So what would you do? I ate the crab cake and act like I intentionally uh-huh. wanted to order such a small scale. I had to go hit Chick-fil-A after. I was freaking starving. It's unbelievable. <laughs> All right. To bring this one back to the station, I think you can go rogue. No rogue. Order. I'm going no rogue. Okay. There you have it. My next topic um, a buddy of mine, Captain Collins, sponsor of the show, he was telling me about this buddy he used to have back in college, and they would go out, just the two of them, they would go out drinking, they would get drunk, the two of them just had a thing, they would like just go out and get hammered, and then the guy would just disappear, just gone. Just the two of them? Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, oh, so he would just like Irish goodbye. And Collins like, no, he just bailed. You know, like you need a group to Irish mm. goodbye. So we started talking, and I think it's a, the topic is how many people. Well, first, is it an Irish goodbye, which is one person? I think the concept of an Irish goodbye is that you get so drunk that you like forget to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. It is now turned into an intentional manner mm-hmm. that I think us Americans use. And, I, you know, from my Irish heritage, yeah. that I lack entirely by 100%. Right. We should say that we're both Irish just so we don't offend anybody. Right. I was trying to think of like any Irish thing. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Did you? My mom's maiden name is McConnell O'Doul's. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Have you had the shamrock shake from McDonald's? <laughs> well, I grew up on it. I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've clarified, we're both Irish. We're both Irish, yeah. Um, I think the Irish goodbye originated from the drunkard. Right. Who exited by accident. Right. Now it has turned into something of a conscious effort mm-hmm. to leave a group of people without wasting an additional half an hour of this, goodbye, no, where are you going? Oh my God, no, goodbye, goodbye, no, where are you going? You just leave, right? I respect the move. Is it an Irish goodbye with just one person? Yeah. Well, it depends. Is he drunk? Yeah. Like, you can't be sober at a dinner and just, I'm going to go to the bathroom and leave. That's not like Irish exiting. Well, can't, okay. I don't believe that, Bailing on one other person, no matter how drunk you are, is an Irish exit. I think the that's drunk just bailing. Is, the drunk is the only qualification Even one other of person? the Irish part. Otherwise, you just exited, left with, stage. With one other person, you would still call that an Irish goodbye. If there is no intent there, yeah, it is pure out of drunkardness. Yeah, with just one other person. Is that a word? Yeah, drunkenness. Yeah, yeah, that's an Irish exit. I disagree. I think it's like just bailing. No, it's an Irish exit. No, it. If he's drunk, well, that's like, that's a tough thing to deal with because like every time you go out, you're like, uh, you know, I'm yeah. going to turn around and be like, right. Skylar, right. and then he's going to be gone. Right. Just by, and then McCall just by himself. Right. Yeah. So we were trying to figure out how many people there needs to be in order to have an Irish goodbye. Because I don't think if you just bailed on like two people, it's an Irish goodbye either. I think you need like seven, eight, nine, ten people for it to be like you're at a bar, all your friends are there, one guy just vanished. That's an Irish goodbye to me. Otherwise, it's bailing with like two people, three people. <laughs> You're saying, you're trying to figure out if you get mad at the person at the end of the day. 
No, I wouldn't say that. Well, should we do a topic? Can you Irish goodbye? Is that something you could get mad about? That brings me to a topic. I have my own, but we'll chop that up in a bit. Can you Irish goodbye with one other? No, like you can't. You shouldn't. Right. But like. But it's acceptable if you have a certain number of people, right? You go out with one other person. That other person's drunk. They leave without saying goodbye. That's an Irish goodbye to you. If they're really drunk, yes. Okay. I disagree. I think you need like five or six people. I think you need to leave a group for it to be an Irish goodbye. What's the definition of a group? What's I mean, a quorum? Three? I, I was going to yeah, like seven, eight, something in so, there. No, it's not. Yes, yeah, to three and then seven. And no, eight. it's not three. Me, you, and one other guy goes, go out. That guy just disappears. He didn't Irish goodbye. He just bailed and it was like an asshole. What do you, do you text them? Do you do follow up text? Yeah, like that's, a, that's actually a good qualifier. Because if you're out at a bar with like 25 people, one guy's gone, it's like, ah, whatever. If you're out with like one other guy, it's like, hey, you text him. What, what happened to you? Right. You know, I think that's a good point, actually. The follow-up. If you have to text because you're worried, that means that it was not uh, an Irish goodbye. It was just a bail. I, you know, there's, a, there's like a, a situational thing to this, though. Like, for example, say you came with me today to this two-year-old birthday party this morning for whatever reason. Yeah, you're walking around. You don't know many people. Right. I don't know many people. Right. You just are like... You just turn around and just leave. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now I'm left there. You bailed on me. Yeah, that's not an Irish goodbye. That's I not bailed an Irish on goodbye. you. You bailed exactly. You straight up bailed. I'm telling you, there's a difference. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not an Irish right, goodbye. So say they person. bail. Yeah, it's a bail. It's different. It has to be a group. Loosely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you got blacked out at a two year old birthday party and I couldn't find you. I don't even think alcohol or drunk has anything to do with it. That's how the term came up. I, d- I don't think it matters. I think it just means leaving. It's with- like a Chinese goodbye? No, I know why it came up, but I think it, if you leave without saying goodbye, your sobriety is irrelevant. If we go... What to- are you talking about? It is the defining factor of the Irish goodbye. I disagree. No, I completely disagree. So you're trying to come up with if a we're different all term at a between bar, bailed? No, if we're all at a bar, let's say it's a birthday party, 25 right. people. Right. I'm stone cold sober. Right. I slip out the back door, don't say a word to anyone. <laughs> yeah. That's an Irish goodbye. Sober. Fuck, you're right. Yeah. But it's not an Irish goodbye if you go out with one other person and you're hammered and you leave without saying goodbye. Then you're just bailing on someone. Mysteriously. It's not an Irish (laughs) goodbye. I'm telling you. I've thought a lot about this. (laughs) You're right. Shit. Wow. You're right. Because I show up places. I I sneak out the back, get my car, head out of there. Yeah, Yeah, that's an Irish goodbye. Right. You're right. Wow, we made progress. All right, you want to throw a topic in? <laughs> oh, now we. Now yeah. we so, well, topic talking about these Irish goodbyes. Yeah. Where Irish exits, as you will. Mm-hmm. Can you Irish exit a group chat? Wow. And I will give you an example. Wow, you had an Irish goodbye topic too. I I do. Wow. I do. This, this is, is like if you're in a group chat with a bunch of people and someone just leaves. Just right? leaves. <laughs> just just like everyone loose has left the chat. Can you Irish you know? goodbye a group chat? Or do you have to like alert the, uh-huh. the leader of the group uh-huh. chat uh-huh. that you are now leaving? Oh man! That's or like a- have your say you're like you know everyone. This has been fun. I haven't played in the soccer league right. since 2014. Right. And although your camaraderie really excites me on the weekends, <laughs> right, I will no longer partake in thirsty Thursdays right. down at the pool. Because when it says in there like Adam Eagle Rock left the chat, it's right. like whoa! It right, gives right. everyone it's, like a it's, reason. There's a line right. across. There's like a boom. Right. Finding fact. Everyone knows. I wonder what happened. Everyone right. starts like gossiping about you. Right. Yeah, it's a big deal. You can't. You can't really Irish goodbye a group chat because everyone knows you left. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But, but do you, I have guess you have to say, say something? Say your yeah. So um, you and I were in a softball league 
God bless them. Great people. We were in a softball group chat. We're, you were in the league. Yeah. I was yeah. in the group chat. And I honestly love all the people. Some of them listen to the show and love you to death. I, I love them. I didn't want to be in the chat anymore. And I, I know. We all noticed. <laughs> I left and I said goodbye. I did an Irish goodbye. But you, you, you know what you did though? You said goodbye and didn't wait for responses. No, I said goodbye and you I got threw out. It, you threw it up in the air and yeah. before that thing even landed I on I said, I'm not going to be able to make the last couple games. It's been great playing with y'all. Have fun. Goodbye. I looked at that as Evan's a sore loser. Right. Then a day later, you add me back into the chat. You're damn right I do. <laughs> you can't leave without saying goodbye. I did say goodbye. Imagine you exit a bar. And you show up back at home. We're all there. You can't leave without saying goodbye. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. You leave when I when when the person who invited you in in the first place uh-huh. allows you to leave. Okay. I don't think you can Irish goodbye a group chat. I think you have to say something. You have to. Yeah. What do you say? I for sure. I think you have to sidebar the leader of the group mm-hmm. and say, "Listen, this isn't working out for me. I've muted." And then you tell them the hard, honest truth. I've muted this conversation for too damn long, all right? I don't care what you guys are doing for Halloween, for Christmas, or for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will wish you all the best. Yeah. Say and, goodbye. And I'm going to leave. And I'm letting you know. So I, you, like an honor to like the... Yeah. The, so you should say goodbye before you leave a group chat. Maybe we should chop this up with, with Stevie J and see if we could... Uh, take remove that from the iOS system. What do you think? Is Stevie J Steve Jobs? Yeah. He's been dead for twelve years. This is some tomato tomato, right? <laughs> so you think you have to you think you have to say goodbye? One hundred percent you do not have to say goodbye. Oh, you, you don't think you have to I say goodbye? I think a good Irish exit a group chat for sure. Really? Yeah, but you can't be insulted when you're at it back in ten minutes later <laughs> and with everyone you know how many people talk shit on you when you left? Oh, I bet. You open yourself up. Right. So when I added and you I back said in, goodbye. When I added you back in, can you go back and read? No. No, it starts the whole thing yeah. over again. And then it what started this process where I would I would leave every day and you would add me back in the next day for like a week this went on. Right, right. Well Brutal. We, we missed you. Yeah, sure. I think you have to maybe indi- do you want to individually say goodbye to each person? Actually that's a great segue to my last topic. Okay, hit me up with it. Alright, my last topic and the last topic of season one. You know, the first topic of season one was how long does someone have at a green light before you could beep at them? Which was very symbolic because green lights mean go, and that's what started us off on our journey. Mm. The last topic has to do with goodbyes, specifically Irish goodbyes. This is just incredible. Okay. Did you Irish goodbye if you said goodbye to somebody? So this, let's say you're at a bar, 25 people, same example as before. I go up to you, hey, I'm going to take off. Great seeing you. Leave. The other 24 people, did I Irish goodbye if you say goodbye to somebody? Okay. So <clears throat> I'm known for Irish exiting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, you know, whatever. How I do it, and this is a strategy that I probably shouldn't be sharing with our listeners because they're also friends, is as I've decided I want to leave. Hey, I want to leave at 1.30. Okay. It's 1 a.m. I'm, I, you know, and I plan that out. You, you have to give yourself a buffer time or you're just going to be frustrated and upset. I start making my way over to the exit. Mm-hmm. Just like casually chopping in one, one. Oh, 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 hold on. Walk over to the other person. It's just like, yeah, yeah. And slowly move your way to the exit. 
And the last person, you go, I'm out of here. And one person. You could do it, yeah. And that's, did you Irish goodbye? No. You think you say goodbye to one person? Yeah. You, 24 people are like, he didn't say goodbye. Right. One person says he said goodbye. I think you Irish goodbye 24 of the 25 you people. You can't just start choosing who you're right. So one person sees you leave. Now you said Irish. Now you Irish goodbye to the other. The whole concept of the Irish goodbye is that you left and no one knew, noticed, right? So if one person notices, it's not an Irish goodbye. Or if you say goodbye to one person, let's say you're at a hundred. Am I per- getting stumped again? Let, I can't. I can't tell with this topic. Let's say you're at a wedding and there's a hundred people left at the wedding when you leave, and you say goodbye to one of them. Did you Irish goodbye to the wedding? Because ninety nine people are like, he didn't say goodbye. What uh, happened to him? I mean. Well, you don't say goodbye to the bride and groom, do you? We figured this out. You don't. You don't, right? Yeah. I see him dancing on the floor. He's right. flying across this thing. Champagne's everywhere. I'm, right. like, I'm done with this. All right. So let's go back to the birthday party at a bar example. Okay. 25 people. What bar? Uh, bar Lubitsch. Ugh. You say goodbye. I don't show up. <laughs> Next bar. You say goodbye to 24 of them. I mean, right. you say goodbye to one of them. You didn't say goodbye to 24. Is that an Irish goodbye? Do you, I think the real question is, do you care, right? Yeah, I care when people leave and don't say goodbye. No. Do you care if you're the exiter? Yeah. I care. I, I think, think the whole point of Irish exiting is you don't care. I, like, I'm going to go to, if you're a bar Lubitsch, you're probably going to make your way to Surly Goat, right? You're having the worst <laughs> night of your freaking life in West Hollywood. We're just it's going for it. Bowl. Yeah. And we're going to Cabo Cantina before it closes. And that is where I'm ending the show. Yeah. <laughs> Cabo Cantina. I... I What's the, what's the, I, this is the most confusing topic ever. You stumped me on the last one. What are you, Brent? I think you have to say goodbye to like a majority of people or like the group has to know you're leaving. You don't have to hit everyone. You're right. Or it's an Irish exit. Yeah. Yes. I concur that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with an Irish exit if there's that many people. Well, how many people it makes an Irish exit okay? That's kind of going back to my first one. Okay. Well, let's, let's break this down. Start from the top. 25 people, Irish exit, no sweat. Then it's not rude? No. To leave without saying goodbye to anybody? No. I disagree. 25 people? I think you at no matter what, you have to say goodbye to Unless someone. Unless you're playing games that you're like the number 25th person, they need you or something. What? Like, when does that happen? All right. I say up to like six or seven people, you have to say goodbye to everyone or it's bailing. It's not even Irish goodbye at that point. You know what? Come to think of it, you may be right because on Thanksgiving, for example, like we're all sitting around like a big table and we're all like, like if one person just like stood up and left. Mm-hmm. Without saying goodbye, like that would be so rude. Right. And there was like eight of us there. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do it. Between like eight and. Well, you know, oh, okay. It depends on the situation. Yeah. But let's say eight it's like a bar, a bar where like, because everyone's around a table, nah, you can you say goodbye to everyone. Can't Irish exit. No. No, you can't. Not even at a bar. 10 people can't do it. No. 20, you have to say. Irish. You're saying no one, you're not allowing anyone to know? Well, I think that an Irish goodbye is no one knows. Because Irish goodbyes are interesting because it depends on your perspective, right? If there's 25 people at a bar, you say goodbye to three of them. I feel like 22 of them got Irish goodbye, but three of them didn't. People, three of them are like, oh, yeah, he said goodbye. I feel like when you say that to like one person, you say goodbye to one person, you're putting onus on that one person to communicate with the rest of the group that Evan has left the chat. <laughs> Honestly. You're like, listen, I, you know, I'm, ugh, stomach thing, you know, wife at home. Surly goats calling my name, whatever the thing may be, you gotta leave. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. We're gonna have to leave it there. There's a lot of fat to chew on this topic, though. Is that a new phrase? Yeah. I so don't think I've ever heard that one. I think over the course of winter break, 
we should try and chew the fat on this one and try and see if we can get some more clarity. 30 people. Can you leave? I don't think you can leave without saying goodbye under any situation. But the more people You're there so are, polite. the more people there are, you know, the less percent you have to say goodbye to, you know, like 30 people. You should say goodbye to 10 of them, you know, 10. Yeah. You'd be taught chopping it up for 45 minutes before you walk out. No, that you see door. a group before. Hey, I'm running. I'm leaving. Blah, blah, blah. Tell him, you know, you have to make it known to the group that you're leaving. A hundred. The percentage goes down, you know. Five. You have what, to say about everyone. The percentage of a hundred. Ten. Yeah. Uh-huh. That seems reasonable. So you're sick with just 10 people, period. Yeah. <laughs> so there's 10 people in the group, and you're leaving. You have to say no. about everyone. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you, so 10 is your number. I guess 10 is my number. Yeah. And what do you think? 100 people at an event. How many do you have to say goodbye to? Two. 30 person. Two. Five person. Everyone. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Well. I don't like this topic. This is going to explode my brain every yeah, time I want to leave. I need a little break as well. Um. But we're out of time. I want to thank so much to Adam Yu for doing this podcast with me every every week here. I want to thank all of our sponsors, of which there are many. All of them are le- real, legitimate businesses. I don't know why people think they're fake. Every single sponsor we've had has been a real business. People think they're fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they think I'm making up businesses. Well, how are you presenting? I don't know. Great sponsors. All of our guests. We've had some amazing run of guests. Um, our producers, Kyle. Uh, and Lara, our writer, Jack, uh, we've had a lot of people join the All Be The Judge That community this year. We want to thank everybody. Um, I hope everybody has a great winter break. And Adam, do you have anything to add? Adam? Did he just? I think Adam just Irish goodbye on season one. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next year. <laughs>